Hi, I'm Dakota, mama of four, blogger and creator of the Sage Cottage Collection. Join me as I share with you my passion for living a slow and intentional life. We'll talk about natural living, homesteading, motherhood, from scratch cooking, and so much more. So get cozy, grab your favorite drink, and let's dive in. Hey y'all, welcome back to the Restful Mama podcast. I know it's been like, I think two months since I put out a podcast, so it's been a minute. Um, I kind of just needed to take a break from all of the things, and the end of the year kind of seemed like the perfect time to do that. With the holidays and all the busyness, um, it just made more sense to me to take that time off. And I'm excited to be back. I don't know if this going forward in 2023 will be weekly or bi-weekly or once a month. I don't really know that. I'm still trying to figure out um, because I want it to be somewhat predictable for y'all, but also want to stay in alignment with what feels best for me and my mental health. I don't want to stress myself out because I tend to just overcommit and then burn myself out. And that's what I don't want to do with this podcast. So I really just need to figure out what is going to work best for me as a stay-at-home mama of four and homeschooling and all of the things that we have going on. So moving forward, if you just have a little bit of grace for me while I figure this out, Um, But I'm hoping by the end of this month that I will have a good routine set. Um, Anyways, let's dive into this episode. So I've been doing a lot of reflection and kind of inward work. And I think that we can all agree that when January 1st rolls around, we all tend to reevaluate things set goals, set a word, whatever it might be for you um, for the new year. And for some reason, this year, it felt more, I don't want to say weighted, but it just felt different than other years when I've set intentions. I don't personally do New Year's resolutions Um, I'm more of a vibey intentions, setting a word, theme kind of person. So um, personally, my word for this year is healing. And honestly, I didn't know that I was going to pick a word for this year because I just couldn't really think of anything that necessarily jumped out at me. And then one day I was praying about it and I so clearly heard God say healing that 2023 was going to be my year of healing. And once I, once that word popped into my brain, I just thought, oh, duh, (laughs) that would make so much sense because I need emotional healing, spiritual healing, physical healing, and I feel so drawn and connected to that word. So for this year, my word is healing. And I kind of just wanted to talk about setting 
goals and intentions for the new year that are actually sustainable that you will stick to. Because we all know that everybody says on January 1st, I'm going to join a gym and I'm going to lose weight and I'm going to eat healthy. And, you know, they have all of these, you know, not necessarily bad resolutions, like they are good ideas, but they take on too much or make too drastic of a change. So by January 15th, everything has fallen off the wagon and they are right back into the routine that they were in last year. Um, And so that can be really discouraging for people when they set all of these goals and have all these high expectations and within the first two weeks of the year, they fall off and they figure, well, I guess I'll just go back to the way things were. Might as well not try because it didn't work out. And that's what I don't want for y'all. It's really easy as mamas to want to do all of the things. Like we almost pride ourselves on being multitaskers and like how much we can do at one time. But I really want to encourage you to actually sit down and think about what intentions you have for this year. What are the overall goals that you have for this year? And it doesn't even need to be specific, honestly. And I know that there's a lot of controversy with that. Like, oh, if you're going to set a goal, it has to be specific or you're not going to stick to it. And I feel like that is definitely true for like business goals and things like that. But like I said, I am more of a vibey kind of person when it comes to New Year's intentions and goals. It's more of how I want the new year to feel, how I want to feel, how I want my body to feel, my mind, like, you know, all of that. So I really encourage you to sit down with a piece of paper and write out just, and you don't even need to really think about it, just more of a brain dump of all of the words that you want 2023 to feel like, whether that be warm, comforting, healing, restful, whatever it might be for you, um, write them down and look through that list of words and see if, and, you know, and pray about it and just really think about what you are drawn to and whatever word jumps out at you circle that and you can even write it on a post-it put it on your mirror write it somewhere you're going to see it often and have it be a reminder so you can actually filter yourself through the year you know if your word for the year is restful and you really want to focus on being more restful and, um, you know, de-stressing and healing your body in that sense. Well, if you get constantly asked to participate in these PTA meetings or, you know, doing all of these events or, you, you know, whatever it might be, ask yourself, is this in alignment with my intentions and what I want for the year? Is this going to move me towards restfulness or is this going to unnecessarily stress me out and move me away from restless or restfulness? Um, 
And so I like to keep that as kind of a gauge and it really helps me to filter through and stay on track with my intentions that I set at the very beginning of the year. And you can do this monthly where you kind of have a check-in with yourself and say, okay, have my actions been in alignment with my intentions for this year, for my word for this year, however you want to word it. Um, You can do it quarterly, you know, every couple months. You can do it, you know, at the halfway mark of the year and do like a, a huge audit of the last couple of months and see if you need to tweak anything going forward. I personally like to do weekly you know, even, you know, bi-weekly check-ins with myself to really make sure that I stay on track. Because if I've learned anything, it's that last year did not go anything like I had intended it to. And, and that's not to say that we have full control over how our year goes. You know, like there are so many things that are out of our control and, Honestly, only God knows what this year holds for for you, for me. Um, but I will say I made a lot of inten- like decisions that were the complete opposite of my intentions for last year. And I got so easily off track that by the end of the year, I literally laughed to my husband. And I was like, that year was the complete opposite of the word that I picked for the year. (laughs) Like it could not have been farther from the opposite, you know, from what I had actually originally chosen or felt called to as my word for the year. Um, and so I just encourage you to kind of do those. Once you've picked your word, once you've decided what your intentions are and how you want your, your year to go, to to constantly filter through your decisions and think about does this align with what i want or it, does it not and i want to give you permission this year to say no to say no to more things because whenever you say yes to something you're inevitably saying no to something else and that was kind of a hard lesson for me to learn especially as a uh, recovering people pleaser, um, I have a hard time saying no to people. And I really had to think about the fact that if I'm saying yes to this thing, then I'm also saying no to something else. And what's more important, what I said yes to or what I said no to. And a lot of the times what was more important was what I was saying no to. And last year that looked like saying no to myself, my health, my family, spending time with my kids, you know, all of, all of the things that I say are priorities and are important to me. I was inevitably saying no to with saying yes to other things. So um, that's also just something to think about, but I just want to encourage you to to make goals, but to make them realistic and attainable. You have to be honest with yourself. And it's great to dream big and to have huge goals that you want to reach towards. I am fully supportive of that. But, but 
you have to have realistic goals along the way. If you constantly have these big overarching goals that are just really hard to attain and you just, you keep falling short over and over and over again, that's extremely discouraging. And then it makes us just not want to try because, well, I've never met a goal ever in my life. Well, maybe it's not necessarily the goal. Maybe it's just, or maybe it's not you, it's the goal. That's what I was trying to say. Um, If you are setting too big of goals, you're never going to feel like you've accomplished anything if you don't immediately hit that goal. So if your overall goal, let's just say your overall goal is to lose 50 pounds, you know, that's, that's a huge goal and it's absolutely possible, but maybe you should make your goal to start, you know, moving your body for 30 minutes at least five times a week. And that 30 minutes can be a yoga practice. It can be a walk outside with your dog or your kids. It could be dancing in your living room. Like it doesn't have to be anything super structured. You don't need to go buy a gym membership. But if you get into the habit of moving your body for 30 minutes for the majority of the week, then you can say, okay, I've hit that goal. You know, it's been a month and I've been doing that consistently. Let's add the next step. You know, let's say, okay, now that I'm in a consistent exercise routine, maybe I'm going to have a goal of cleaning up my diet and I'm going to cut out preservatives and food dyes and artificial sugars and all of the things. Okay, that's another goal that's easily attainable because you have control over what you buy and what you purchase and bring into your home. So start with small goals and build yourself up. And before you know it, you will have reached that 50 pound weight loss goal, but you also would have accomplished so many other health benefits that just happened because of how you built up to that main goal. So make bite-sized goals. For example, my goal this year is to consistently move my body, to nourish it properly, and to really focus on prayer, meditation, reading my Bible. And speaking of goals, my goal for 2023 is to read the entire Bible. And so I'm going along with a reading plan and following along with that. And it's it's a huge goal to sit down and say, hey, I'm going to read the entire Bible. But if you break it down to oh, I'm just reading Job 1 through 3 today. Okay, that's bite size. I can do that. (laughs) But by the time you get to December 31st of this year, I will have read the entire Bible. So that's just something that I want to encourage y'all to think about and to do for yourself. And just know that I am praying for you. I am rooting for you. I I am so excited to see the fruit that God is going to bring in all of our lives. I just have this feeling that this year is going to be a good year. And I continue to pray that that is the case for you, for me. 
Um, and I, I just feel incredibly blessed to be able to be here with y'all and thank you for having grace for me and patience because this is not a podcast with an entire team working around. It is literally just me and my phone. (laughs) So um, thank you for being here. I can't wait to hear what your new year goals are. And I, like I said before, the podcast might look a little bit different going into this year. Um, I have a lot of brainstorming and things that I, that I want to do as far as like my business, my blog and my podcast. So, um, as always, you can reach out to me, um, through email at hello at dakotakerfman.com. And I normally would say message me on Instagram, but another one of the goals or intentions that I have set this year is to be more present and less scrolling. So I actually am taking a break from Instagram right now. Um, I mean, of course you are welcome to message me on Instagram. I just might not see it for a couple of weeks. So um, this is not a forever hiatus from Instagram. It's kind of just a playing it by ear kind of thing. I just felt very called um, by God to just step back and tune out the outside world and move more inward with myself and my family. So um, that's just what I've been doing. So um, trying to be more obedient in uh, that aspect. But I am so grateful that y'all were here with me today and If you find any sort of um, encouragement or you just like what you're hearing, um, please subscribe and leave a rating or a review. I know literally every podcaster says it, but it really is true that it does help get this podcast out there. Um, It's just the way the algorithm works. I, you know, I have my own feelings on that. But anyways, thank you for being here and I can't wait to hang out with y'all on the next episode.